Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Episode two, the potential for a sophomore slump is hovering. I am terrified. I appreciate so much everyone for listening in that first ep. This is going to be a crazy season. I am going to treat this like a season because I really want to feel that I have a television show. Um, we had a spate of excellent callers last time, and this time should be no exception. I told everyone, listen, I'm going to announce the topic when you call. And what I've decided to do, because I cannot commit to a topic, is do a roving series of topics and uh, just tell each caller a different topic. Because I like lying. I like hiding. I like deception, secrets. And I cannot commit to one thing. So hopefully that will result in some entertaining calls. My real deep, deep joy in this world is to entertain others. And I hope I'm able to do that this time. Um, I have found the Baha'i faith in the interim. Just kidding. Um, but seriously, I do have a deep spirituality. And I hope that comes through in all the calls. I have high hopes for this one. And I hope I don't disappoint you. That's my greatest fear, is your disappointment. Just that look of disappointment on your faces. That's what I just try to run from in all my creative endeavors. So, let's see what we got. The topic is water. The topic is water? The topic is water. Uh, like, what kind of water? Like, Fuji or smart water or vitamin water? What's your favorite? Um, I like vitamin water lemonade with zero calories because I can trick my body into thinking it's, uh, it has nutrients in it. It's yours. I like that one, too. Mm, that's you know, a Hey, so Chelsea, can I ask you a question? Sure. What do you feel about the dinks, like the 420, you know? The what? The dinks. Weed. Oh, well, I think that it's a great thing and very fun. Um, I don't do anything anymore, but... Why not? How could you stop? I had to. Why would you ever? Well, it just wasn't working anymore. I had to kind of give it up and move forward in life, you know? But I think it was a lot of... Huh? I couldn't imagine. You can imagine giving it up? Well, then maybe you don't need to, you know? Yeah, true that. True, true. True, true. But I'll tell you what, I love to be a little bit high and just go into town on some snacks. It's a great place to be, so enjoy it. Thanks. Yeah, I really love it. It's really fun. Oh, can't believe we're talking to you. Can you follow me back on Twitter? No. Call from... Brendan. Brendan! Where are you calling from, Brendan? Ah, uh, Michigan, Battle Creek, Michigan, Cereal City. What is that? A lot of cereal? Uh, Kellogg cereal and Post cereal. What are, the topic today is major life changes. Major life changes? You had any? Uh, um, I'm just a waiter at uh, Ruby Tuesday, you know. Oh, man. And I'm just doing everything on my own. Being, I feel like I've been an adult since I was 16, so... 
Listen, I hate to be superficial here and stop you when you're saying all this deep stuff, but is there anything good on the menu at Ruby Tuesday? <laughs> like, you have the inside track. Is there anything good there? You know, it's like, it's like a, it's still a corporate chain restaurant. They try to pretend to be fancy, but it, uh, there's chicken fresco. You have to be it. Chicken fresco? It is, yeah, grilled chicken breast, hot with tomatoes, balsamic vinaigrette, and lemon butter. Is this how you talk to yeah. your clientele? I used to have a real thing for waiters because I was just like, I love someone serving me. (laughs) Have you ever hooked up with them? Ever hooked up with anyone you've been um, serving? I ever had what? Ever hooked up with any restaurant goers at Ruby Tuesdays? Oh, well, not yet, but you know, we'll see. One thing you can do is like, you know, when you bring the check, you can um, put, like, your number in a smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've never done that before, you know, but I think for you, I'll, try, I'll give it a shot. And I'll, like, keep in touch, but you know how it goes. You would get fired for sure, but it would be interesting to see <laughs> if um, if that lady could. It might you. be worth it, though. Yeah. One time I had a crush on a guy who worked at um, Quicksilver. He was an Asian guy with a shaved head you know, shaved hair or whatever. And I thought he was cute. And then I called that Quicksilver and, um, we wound up hanging out and then it was like, I was very quickly like, ugh, this is gross, (laughs) but I do think it's fun, you know, mix it up, mix it up. You want the Ruby? Do do you have a girlfriend currently or boyfriend? No, being, (laughs) being single. Yeah. Single is, um, do you like it? Um, not really, but I'm learning a lot. Um, what are you learning? That, uh, it's pretty much, there's a lot of obligation on the man's part to make any sort of connection happen, I guess. There's Uh, a lot of shit on our plate that we got to do. Yeah. It's very tedious. You have to be the aggressor, you mean? What's that? You feel like you have to do all the work or something? Be the aggressor? Yeah, something like that. The alpha male and like show off and style. Mm. Well, what about if you met a girl that was aggressive? Would you like that? You know, I think I would. I'm kind of feminist, so it's like it would work out. You know, feminist guys are tricky, though. Honestly, I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like feminist guys secretly hate women. They have like a lot of a lot of rage that they're compensating for. <laughs> <laughs> I had yeah. a feminist. Well, you know, I'd say mm-hmm. it's it's about time for men. You know, it's about our time to be a stay-at-home dad because you know we've had our whole generation stay at home. Why? I mean, it's our turn now. Would you feel like, like I? I secretly think it would be great for me if I had a guy that liked to like clean because I'm not very tidy in my house, and I think I'd like that. But that at the same time, wouldn't there be a secret part of you that's just like you fucking stay-at-home <laughs> dad? Like, and wouldn't you as the stay-at-home dad, a part of you be like, ugh, I'm a fucking stay-at-home dad. Well, there'd be a lot of time for hobbies. Like, I'm a musician. I can just make music or I can, I don't know. But do you want that as a hobby? You want that as a hobby? Like, where your wife is like, go do your little music hobby after you've cleaned all the dishes. <laughs> well, I'm, you know, I, I gotta have my priorities straight. First thing, keep the woman happy, keep the house tidy. Right. Then comes my business. You know. 
Interesting. Before she cracks that whip. Huh. Well, it sounds like you're going to be um, in a servant type situation. <laughs> a manservant. I guess I'm on that track, right? <laughs> well, this has been very interesting. I've learned a lot about Ruby Tuesdays. <laughs> Great uh, infomercial for Ruby Tuesdays. I hope everyone will, has learned a lot about, you know, aggressiveness. That there's some guys that do want to be a kept man, you know? Call from... Darren. Darren. Hello. Hey. How's it going, girl? It's going so good, Darren. Cool. Oh, my gosh. I have to tell you something. Yeah. I taught, um, so I watch this three-year-old, like, pretty much every day. Mm-hmm. And I taught him the coffee song. Oh, and, my God. <laughs> yeah, Adrian, can you sing the coffee song? <laughs> <laughs> can you do it again? Yeah, can you do it louder? Coffee planking for my chest. Coffee planking for my Coffee, 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 got, got coffee cranking through my sis. 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 Yeah, he just kicked it off. What? He just kicked off the coffee song, first of the ep. Yeah. Nice. That's so cute. Well, oh, my things are a little crazy over here. Do you guys have any feelings on Pau Gasol? On what? Pau Gasol, basketball player for the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, you know, I have no idea. All right, listen, no. we gotta go. We gotta go. You seem like a okay. real I sweetheart, but I gotta go. Call from Seth. <laughs> Seth. How's it going? How are you doing, Seth? That's what's really important. You're the star here. Oh. I'm just an innocent bystander. Oh, I'm doing wonderful, Chelsea. Do you have any tattoos? I don't have any tattoos. Is that what you're talking about today? Yeah. Why no- Why don't you? Um... I don't feel like I have good enough judgment to uh, put something on my body that will be there um, when I'm presumably old. Why do you have uh, what's what? Why do you have bad judgment? Um, well, I just feel like you know, if I had gone one in high school, I might have gotten one for like a shitty band that uh, you know now has released a bunch of terrible music, and I didn't want to do that. Right. Right, like I would have had a Keith Sweat tattoo. <laughs> uh, I, I thought we were talking about horrible decisions here. That sounds like a wonderful... I know. I used to tell people that I was his personal assistant when I was in New York. If like someone was hitting on me, I would go, they're like, what do you do? I'm like, um, I'm a personal assistant to um, you know, someone in entertainment. And then as they pushed, I would be like, it's Keith Sweat. And what would their reaction be to that? They'd fucking fall to the floor. They would freak yeah, out big time. Um, <clears throat> all right. Well, um, I'm really like, you want to hear? I have a new sound effect that I'm really excited about. It's a leaf blower. Okay. What do you think? <laughs> 
it's it's very leaf blowery and quite long. But I do have to go right. right now. But thank you so okay. much. Call from John. John. How's it going? What's up? The topic is your mom. The topic is your mom. What did you say? The topic is your mom. The topic, my specific mother? Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. What should I tell you about her? Um, I don't know. What's to know, you know? Well, uh, she was born in Clovis, New Mexico, about <laughs> 50 years ago. How old are you? <laughs> How old, I'm about I'm about 24. Oh shit! You're just a young man getting your start in this world. How's life going so far as an adult? I've already blown a small fortune. You did? Yeah. Uh, why? What was the fortune? How much is a small fortune? Ten grand? No. When I was 18, the New York Mets gave me two hundred and ten thousand dollars. Whoa! Why? Because they thought I was a good baseball player. Oh, my God. What happened? You know, just buying sushi every night, thinking I'm the man. Yeah. Bought a new car. What kind of car? It up to you. What kind of car did you get? I got just a standard F-150, but then I did stupid stuff to it, you know? I do not know what a standard F-150 is. You realize you're talking to a female, right? Oh my bad. What is that? Um, it's a it's a Ford truck. Oh you know? okay. Yeah. I would have like expected that. you to say like I bought a Lambo, something La- like that. I wasn't quite Lambo rich though. I wish. Right, right. Okay, so you sp- you bought this truck. You got a bunch of sush. You had sush cranking through your sis. Yeah, exactly. And then what happened? You started sucking at baseball. Um, Bless you. Bless you, boy. I did. I did. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't as good as I thought I was. And my arm wasn't as healthy as I thought it was. What happened to your arm, honestly? Oh, my elbow blew out. But then I fixed it. And then I came back and I just couldn't stay off the bottle, you know? Really? Are you telling me lies? No. What do you mean you couldn't stay off the bottle? You were drunk? I wouldn't say that much, but when you have to be somewhere at 6 a.m., it's not advantageous to stay out till 2 a.m., you know? That means you ruined your huge career shot with drinking, which equals you have a major drinking problem. I, I wouldn't say major. I was irresponsible and too young to understand the ramifications of my actions. Damn, you sound mad mature right now, though. I know. It's amazing what happens when you're a broke dick. Sorry. Can I curse? Are you allowed to curse? Yeah, you can say whatever you want. See? Dick. Cunt. Okay. I like to keep it Mormon, though, if I can. Oh, okay. Now, so you You just basically pissed away your chance. And was this the main, like, what is it? The minor leagues and the major leagues? I was just a minor league nobody. And you failed at even that. Some opportunities coming up. I'm about to go to Australia to play. Oh, that's cool. That's not, it's not exactly the Mecca of baseball though. You know, you want me to teach you um, some pertinent Australian terms? 
Good catch, mate. Good exactly. <laughs> good throw, mate. <laughs> There's That's a, a good koala. Action. I hope so. <laughs> There's a koala on the field. Stuff like that should help you. <laughs> I, I can only assume that's what's going to go on. Yeah, it's going to be crazy out there. You got to be ready to bunt a koala out into the... Um, Have you been there? No. <laughs> okay. Yet I but remain it's going to be crazy, though. Yeah, it's going to be crazy, dog. Um, okay, so you got your arm back together. Do you still drink now? Sorry, do I... Oh, no, no. Right now, I'm actually drinking like a vegetable... I saw that movie, Fat, Nearly Fat, Sick, and Dead. Mm. That's what I've been juicing, you know? Oh, I got to see that. A lot of my friends here are in Hollywood juice. It's really irritating. Yeah, since I live in the L.A. area, too, that's it kind of caught on, and now I've just been getting my nutrients on every day. Are you very tan? I got a farmer's tan. Ugh, come on, man. You live in the L.A. area. Hit a poolside, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not like a typical L.A person i live like in the inland empire which isn't you know very nice what's that compton area like rancho cucamonga oh i would almost move there just for the name it's a bitch though when you're writing like on a on an envelope your return address it's a lot of a lot of letters yeah they, they should make some sort of official abreve rancho kook leave it at that rancho, i'll go to the town hall meeting next wednesday and petition for that Okay, cool. I hope that you do that. So far, you've been my favorite caller. I feel that nice. you have a lot of potential. I'm glad you've gotten your life back on track. I think you're going to go to the majors after Australia. I just sense that for you. Um, your attitude is right. And at this point, I do. Have to go. Let's see here. Call from Alyssa. Alyssa. Hello. The topic today is medical disasters. Really? <laughs> Maybe. No, it's not medical disasters, is it really? What is it? I have no idea. You told me that you would tell me when I called. And I said medical disasters. Okay, well, um, I'm in pharmacy school, so <gasps> I've kind of seen some. What have you seen? Tell us. This is incredibly pertinent. <laughs> um, let me think. I've seen somebody overdose on LSD. What does that entail? Um, well, he just freaked out and like he jumped out of a window. Oh, my and God. This rolled is a, down an embankment. That is my life dream. Those two things. <laughs> I <wanna> <laughs> I want to jump out a window like a motherfucker, and I will definitely take rolling down an embankment after that. Well, then the cops tased him because they thought he was a lunatic. Hey, he was dream, dream number three. <laughs> 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 Wouldn't you like um, to be in that place of total freedom where you're just behaving like an animal to where cops have to put tasers to you? <laughs> have I ever been in that state of mind? Is that what you asked? Wouldn't you like to? Oh, absolutely. Um, now, so what happened? I mean, was he screaming the whole time? No, when I saw him, they just gave him a bunch of, like, Xanax just to calm him down. And then that's all <laughs> they can really do. They can't, like, give you anything to, when you overdose on LSD. That is amazing. So he got a bunch more drugs. This, guys, yeah, if, you're, drugs if you're a real Xanax, if any of you are a Xanax freak listening, definitely go down this road. 
you know, at the end of it, (laughs) at the end of it, after all that tasing is a nice, warm handful of Xanax. (laughs) (laughs) That's something to think about for all you drug addicts slash criminals slash open minded spiritual travelers. Right. For sure. What else have you seen? Um, I saw one time a guy was in, he had to come to the ICU because he was eating paper towels and they got stuck in his stomach and he got like, he just smelled horrible. Ew. Did he tell you why he was doing this? Um, no, I think he was like schizophrenic or something. I'm not sure. It's like that show where all those people eat weird things. They're addicted to it. Listen, I just watched that show. I'm not kidding. I watched the one where he was eating, this kid was eating glass. Honestly, it's like, I have no tolerance for that shit. I hate those people. I know it's not right. I know it's a mental illness and stuff, but I'm like, just kill all these people. <laughs> I, well, I mean, they take, they use the word addiction, I think, very loosely. I don't think it's an addiction to be eating glass for attention. My mind does not know what to do with these people. Like, I'm very empathetic, very compassionate. Like, I will cry off the littlest thing I see on TV. But for some reason, this show, I'm like, exterminate them! <laughs> I just don't have it in me for some reason. I'm just like, figure it out. This is crazy. Just don't do that. Don't eat that. You know, for some reason, (laughs) don't eat glass. End of show. Credits. Next. You know? I know. At the end of the show, it wasn't wasn't even resolved. It was like, well, he eats glass once a week now. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's really upsetting. Um, Anyway, all right. Well, I, I feel like, you know... You've really taken us down a road with your story. So thanks. Call from Michael Johnson. Got, got coffee cranking through my sis. 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 Michael Johnson and my sis. Is that uh, available for a ringtone yet? Michael, Michael, Johnson, Johnson, good question, Michael, Johnson, good question, Michael, Johnson, great question, Michael, Johnson, great question, Michael, Johnson, you did it. What's up, Chelsea? Listen, in terms of the ringtone thing, I put this thing through Spotify. I forget what it's called, the thing I used to upload it, and it's still not showing up in iTunes. It is taking 4,000 years to get this 20-second song out to the people. It's extremely frustrating. I have not able to get that out of my head for the last week, except for I drink Pepsi Max, uh-huh. so I sing it with Pepsi. Can I hear that version? Yeah, if, you, if I get the Pepsi version, I'd be very happy. Well, can I hear you do the Pepsi version? I got Pepsi running through my sister. I got Pepsi running through my sister. I got Pepsi running through my sister. Pepsi, Pepsi, Pepsi through my sister. Now, that is interesting because that, that it's, it's a fine point, but Pepsi seems to run through your system rather than crank through it, and I didn't know that. <laughs> so I am learning this afternoon. Anyway, the topic today is black cinema. 
So Tyler Perry movies. Oh, uh, isn't that sad that you say that? Remember when Spike Lee was the name that everyone would have thought of? And they're joints, not movies. A Spike Lee joint. Yeah, joints. I know. You know, honestly, though, there's room for everyone, I think. But um, have you ever seen a Tyler Perry movie? Tar- Tyler, 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 <laughs> Tyler Perry? I, I have not. Me neither. And I, I am uh, as white as you can get. And I used to work for an R&B and old school radio station. Whoa. And, so you uh, love R&B? I, oh, I'm sorry? Sorry, I'm eating a cookie and drinking coffee. You love R&B? Uh, I like it. Uh, I'm Uh-oh. a big Rick James fan because of that, uh, working at that radio station. Hmm. Um, I wish that you would talk about 90s R&B, though. That's what I was going to be really excited about. Well, like Jodeci? Yes, forever, my lady. Forever, Michael Johnson. And it means so much to me. Do you think I have a good voice? When I, <laughs> when I was in uh, middle school, my favorite cassette tape that I listened to was Boys to Men, Kool-Aid High Harmony. Boys to Men, Amy Sink, Baby Dink, The East Coast Family, Michael Johnson. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't believe I'm talking to Chelsea Freddy. I know, I'm freaking out right now. This is crazy. Me, Michael Johnson. In a telephone line. I have to go. I wish I had other sounds to play, but all I really have is something that doesn't apply to you. Anything applies to me. Fucking shut up! (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to Call Chelsea Peretti. CallChelseaPeretti.com. You can go there and donate to our PayPal or use an Amazon link so that we can get kickbacks whenever you buy all kinds of garbage on Amazon which is honestly a great website. Also, you can email callchelseap at gmail, or as always, you can call in at 1-323-989-2435. That's 1-323-989-CHELL. Also, don't call me Chell if you ever see me out there. And now, let's get back to some calls. Call from... Hello? Hello? Yes, Hello? Hi, Chelsea. Hi, how are you? The topic is family togetherness. Family togetherness. Got it. Well, I just hung out with my nephew today. Oh, how old is he or she? He is (laughs) six weeks old. That is too young to be something that's going to result in a great anecdote. (laughs) Sorry about that. Yeah, no, he's just spitting up. Oh, but he does have a slightly ridiculous name, so I don't know about that. He's named Calder. Calder? Yeah, after in, the artists. What artists? Uh, you know, the sculptor. Oh, no, I only am familiar with Andy Andrew Warhol. Got it. Well, he was a sculptor. Yeah, uh-huh. but not, not so funny. Oh, okay. But my whole, my whole family moved to New York, so we're all here now. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can all be together. So you guys are like a close-knit, functional family? Uh, well, I wouldn't quite say that. Uh, I have two psychologists as parents. Oh, man. So, uh, I wish I had an alarm sound, because if I did, I'd be playing it like... Oh, 
Because what that means is you are a straight up psychopath. Psychopath? Yeah. Uh, uh, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. They, you know, they work with, you know, kids with autism. Um, I just feel that anytime someone, both their parents work in the mental health profession, they are cuckoo to the maximum. Got it. Um, what is your craziest attribute? Craziest attribute? Yeah. I have red hair. I don't know. That's not too crazy. Do people always ask you about your pubes? Uh, unfortunately, they don't always ask me, but I, I have been called a fire crotch by Dennis Leary. Is russet? Does the word russet apply? <laughs> russet? What the hell does that mean? I think it's a synonym for red. I'll, I'll search while we're talking here, but I think that if I was to go after you and talk about your pubes, I would not say fire crotch. I would say, do you have a russet thatch? Got it. Never heard that before. Little confused by that, Chelsea. <laughs> but wouldn't, wouldn't you think that's better than just going with straight up fire crotch? Would you respect I me guess. more than the average bully? Yeah, I would. Yes. I would. Okay. But, listen, know, as redheads, we either in the media are the victim or bullies. That's kind of what we've been. Right. To, so. Okay, I've pulled it up. Russet is a dark brown color with a reddish-orange tinge. Um, okay, so you're spot on. I'm spot um, on. I and I think on. that's a great... I think you should embrace it and wear a t-shirt, like a t-shirt that says Russet Thatch, and it has an arrow down to your <laughs> groin area. Wow. Think about you know what? it. I think my psychologist parents would say that that's like embracing the negatives in life and just going with it. So, call from Tyler Hedrick. Tyler Hedrick. Chelsea Peretti. What's up? The topic how, today how is violent murder. I Listen, tweet at you all the time. I don't I have, have time to talk about AV, that. I can't talk about it. I, you say Avi? I thought it was Avi. I don't know. Honestly, Chelsea, you're the only one I know that says Avi. You so I say Avi. I say Avi. Let's say hey, it how I say it, because it's probably correct. You like say Avi. I say Avi. Let's do it how I do it, because I'm probably saying it right, Chelsea. and you're wrong. That that's great. You should make that a soundbite that you press. Like, well, regularly. I would if you weren't talking through the entire creation. I'm just the fucking worst. As a teacher, I should know better. I know, Tyler. Tyler. Are you having fun? Uh, I don't know. It's hard to well, say. What, how do you feel? How would you rate your performance as a podcast host on a scale of 1 to 10? How would I rate your question on a scale of 1 to 10? I'd give it a 1. I feel like you're oh. really, you're trying to run the show here, but what's hard no. to accept in the 90s, which we live in, is that I'm <laughs> running the show. It's my show. <laughs> I said the topic, which was violent murder. You didn't even respond to it, Tyler. Oh, that's, no, that's, I'm so sorry. Listen, can I, violent murder. I listen. I, this is perfect. I live in Orlando, Florida, which is where a woman violently murdered her baby, I think. 
Oh my God, but Orlando, was, Florida. I've never heard of it. That's the murder capital, Florida. I know. I do a talking head show for True TV, and every single violent crime we we look at is always taking place in Florida. All kinds of crime. It's a real hub. It, it's because it's because a lot of gay people like myself live here, and we have a lot of frustration, and we just <laughs> like to kill people that like tourists that come here. <laughs> that is terrible PR for your community. You should come to Orlando because nobody ever comes here. You know, I've been to Orlando, I believe. I went somewhere with my mom, who always likes to do off-the-beaten-path tourism, and we went on a swamp airboat ride in which we were literally with some guy who had scars and a farmer's tan, and he was like, took us on an airboat through the swampland, and every animal that we saw was just flying away. Like, they were all just, like, crawling, swimming, flying away from our loud airboat, and he would be like, you know pointing at his arm like that right there is a gator bite you know <laughs> it was just the whole it thing sounds, was yeah it sounds terrifying actually. It, it really I'm was i haven't had to do that the true victim was the animals that we terrified all those alligators and things and i my heart goes out i still feel terrible you about think it. they're still alive i have to move on to the next call but i thank you for your call good luck with your avi and um, my av your AV slash Avi, and you seem like a bye real bye. sweetheart, but I Sean. gotta go. Call from Sean. Sean Kingston. Sean Kingston. Hello. Sean Kingston. Hello. Sean, what's up? Um, the topic today is favorite corporations. Favorite corporations? Yeah. Like any corporation? Yeah, what companies do you like? Who do you hate? You can put them on blast, or you can give them a big up. Big up! I just wanted to say I'm a big fan of Brendan Walsh. No, no thank you. No thank you. No thank, no thank, no thank you. Call from... Cooper. Coop. Hanging with Mr. Coop. Hanging with Mr. Coop. Um, where do you live? I live in Hollywood, California. Oh, shit. Yeah. What are you doing in Hollywood, kiddo? Are you trying to make it big? Uh, yeah, but that's trying very hard, but yeah. Are you a cinematographer or a grip? Uh, I'm mostly in craft service. Oh, I love craft services. It's pretty tasty. What's your favorite snack? Um, any kind of like Chips Ahoy, Ew. Oh, sorry. Oh, I feel now I feel bad that I hurt your feelings. But honestly, Chips Ahoy. Gross. They're good. You're extremely corny to me. <laughs> oh, God, What's man. What's the topic today? The topic the is violent murder. Violent murder? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't really know a lot about that. I'm Why not? not? I'm not like, for it. I'm against it. You are? Have you ever fantasized about murdering someone or someone just going dead, <laughs> violently missing? <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I have. I would never do it, but I think some people deserve to die, right? That's sickening that you would say that. At this point, if one of us had to die, who should it be? You or me? Yeah. You mean? Yeah. Well, you, because you've, like, achieved some life goals, and I haven't, so, like, let me have But what turn. if you never produce? Then you, like, been on... Uh, TV, right? That's like the meaning of life, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, what if I continue on this trajectory and I'm destined for even greater greatness, whereas you just are bumbling around in Hollywood eating, <laughs> eating dookie-ass Chips Ahoy cookies, being like, where am I headed? And it's like, I'm gone, and you're the one that lives on. That's if probably true. Like, you're probably like, there's a reason why you've, like, achieved something and I haven't, so... Oh, come on, uh, Coop. Listen, you're what if, the next Sarah Silverman or something? So Cooper, Cooper, listen to me. If I promise okay. you to kill myself right now, what will you go out there and do today? I um will become a fan of Amy Schumer. <laughs> All right, fine. You promised, and now I'm going to drive off a cliff. Chelsea, I'm going to miss you. <laughs> oh, going to miss you too, Coop. Call from Danny Hazel. Mr. Hazel. Yes. You're on. The topic today is favorite breakfasts. Favorite breakfast? Yeah. Homemade or homemade or fast food? That's a great follow-up question. That is a really good follow-up question. Um, both. Uh, homemade corned beef hash and eggs. That sounds good as fuck. You know how to make corn corn beef hash? Well, I mean, all you do is you buy the can and then you throw it in a skillet and heat it up. So it's not really that difficult. That is some bullshit. That is some real um, bullshit. I mean, I don't know. I guess I could cut up potatoes and, like, cook the meat and then do it that way. But that seems like a lot of effort. For- You're goddamn right you could. Homemade can of corned beef? Yeah. What do you get when you go to fast food? Um, that's what I don't, I don't really eat fast food breakfast, but I guess if I did, it'd be McDonald's egg McMuffin <laughs> with hash browns, but you're kind of quick the hash on brown, that. Take the hash brown out of the thing and put it in the sandwich so that the sandwich is just like the egg, the meat and the hash brown and the McMuffin. Okay. I'm going to go out on a limb and say you definitely, definitely do eat <laughs> fast food a lot. Well, not, not anymore. I used to. When it, what? You went to a little rehab? No, just stop smoking so much weed. Oh, weed, weed, weed. That's a real hot topic today. A lot of stoners calling in. I love to reach out to the stoner demographic. You guys, I hope you're eating some good snacks right now. You got some cozy clothes on. You're tagging up walls with your colorful graffiti. I really just want to praise you for your creativity and your silliness. I do love a good silly billy with a great little giggle. 
who's just out there having fun in the world and not harming people whatsoever. <laughs> okay. Do you drive when you're high? No, I don't. I don't drive. Oh, that's wonderful. Therefore, you are able to spare the murder, violent murder of other people out on the streets. Thank you so much for your call. Unfortunately, we are... Uh Uh-oh, looks like we're out of time. Goodbye. Call from... Anthony. What what is happening, Charles? Anthony, am I on speakerphone? Yes. You got to take it off, boo-boo. It affects the sound quality, okay? I know you want to entertain your friends, but you've got to take it off speaker now! It's off! It's off! All right, the topic... I swear to God, I swear to God! Fine, why do I hear your dumb friend laughing in the background? How is he able to hear this? Yeah, Um, my phone's really loud. I just bought it for the specific podcast call. That's insane. How many have you murdered? Um, 17,000. Do you think you're capable of murder, honestly? No, not really. The topic today is companies you love. That is a great topic. Thank you. Yeah, very surprised. Um, what company do you love? Hmm, I see how you did that. You really turned it around and made it all about me. And I love that normally in like a friend or a lover. But in this call-in podcast, you are supposed to offer the bulk of the entertainment. And then I will (laughs) quietly sit there and listen and then comment and decimate you based on what you say. Now, companies I love, I've just recently tweeted. I love Virgin America, Virgin Airlines. I love Google. I love Twitter. I love Google, too. So you're just going to co-sign on whatever companies I like? You don't have... Oh, yeah. I'm just, you have I'm no, just going to follow everything you do just like on Twitter. You don't have any corporations that you yourself are like, you know what? These guys deserve a little love. We all spend a lot of time complaining, right, about different companies that fail us, humiliate us, enrage us, such as Sprint, for example, T- uh, T-Mobile. You know, I think telephone <laughs> companies are the most hated companies out there. I particularly hate T-Mobile, as I previously stated, as well as Sprint. So the opposite of a shout out to those guys. I also hate United Airlines, hate United Airlines, hate American Airlines. But I try to go towards the love, not the hate. As we all know, I'm a very positive person. Um, So shout out to Twitter. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just going to wait for you, you to know, bring... as a As a jolly Canadian, I must say, I am a big fan of JetBlue. Ugh, I feel like JetBlue has kind of seen their day come and go. There was a time where I was right there with you. I was on board. I love JetBlue. I felt that they were, you know, that bare bones thing, but the prices were low and it was this new innovative system. But now I'm like every airline started doing that. They all started chopping away at what they offer for free to get their prices down. But now it just feels like you're paying for every possible service on a flight. So... And now I feel like all the competitive... Isn't like what you love because of JetBlue? Isn't that kind of like uh, the the Rob Kardashian to the Kim Kardashian? Just, Whoa, say that again. a little again. bit of what you love. I'm very interested in, in this. In a little... <laughs> okay, what do you, say that again because I want to be on board. I'm interested in this comparison. I just so don't... it's like 
okay, we got we got Kim K. Right, right. right. We got Kim K and Ray J. Right. Who instituted who instituted you know a national love affair really right. a yes. national love affair with all things Kardashian. Have you seen the tape? And then we got. Pardon. Have you seen the tape? Uh, skimmed it. I think skimmed it. Interesting. Okay, go on. Yeah. So now we have like a Kardashian like empire of right. people that we're sort of supposed to like. Right. Maybe we do. Maybe we don't. Uh-huh. And but all the things that we love about the spinoff is from that original uh, Kim K Ray J moment, you know, when they exploded onto the scene, if you will. Right, but Kim K is still the helm of her empire. To me, Jet Blue has become Rob Kardashian. So you're saying that like. JetBlue, what I'm saying is JetBlue is trying to sell socks right now. (laughs) Just like little Rob Kardashian wearing a beanie to cover its hairline and trying to sell socks. That's who JetBlue is. Rob Kardashian. Well, maybe, maybe. What about, what about if JetBlue was Ray J? No, don't you do that to my Ray J. Don't you. No, thank you. Don't you do that to my Ray J. That's interesting. <laughs> I don't have one for that. I should make that. Anyway, listen, you've been my favorite caller. I say that to everyone, but I do have to go now. Thank you so much. That was an interesting analogy, and I'll always be on board for a Kardashian Rob versus Kim Jet Blue mashup like you presented us with. So I thank you, and I do have to go. All right. Love you. Bye. Ditto. This coffee, I have to say, it truly is cranking through my biological system in a way that is giving me incredible energy and pep, even though I remain sick, as I seem to be almost always. Now, we have learned so much today, and we're about to learn more with this caller right now. Uh Hello? Hello. What? Yeah, hi. Hi. How are you? Uh, I'm good. How are you? Do you have an accent? I'm from Australia. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, are you in Australia or are you just from Australia? I am I'm in Australia and from Australia. I suppose, I suppose that makes it more complicated. Double whammy. Um, how would you say, can you say, let's put a, can you say, let's put another shrimp on the Barbie in an American accent? Um, oh, oh, okay. Um, I'll do that. Uh, hey, you want to put another shrimp on the barbecue and then we can go get a coffee. (laughs) That was amazing. Uh, You're my favorite caller. He really nailed it. He really did. Dreams come true sometimes, you guys. If you just constantly push, push, push forward through all the resistance and all the 
negativity, you go to this place where suddenly you're on the phone with an Australian who does agree to do an American accent saying something that's stereotypically Australian, and it just, it all comes together. What a day we've had. We've learned so much about medical disasters, violent murder, family togetherness. Any day of the week. Let's take this call. Call from Brandon Morton. Brandon? Yes. What's up, bud? Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's going so good. The topic today is cats v. dogs. Whose team are you on and why? Uh, I'm going to have to go with dogs on this one. All right. Same team. What? Um, yeah, yeah. What really crawls up your butt about a cat? I'm not a fan of the way cats feel. Or they're so self-entitled. Quite frankly, crickish. I know. I hate that, too. It's like, I need someone who looks at me like they adore me. Oh, I know. And it's not even that. On top of it, you could treat them and be nice to them all day, and you get no respect back at all. I know. I wonder if there's a correlation between how people interact with dogs and cats and how they are in a relationship. Like, well, I find it kind of ironic because you can treat a dog like crap. Yeah. And still come beg- begging to you later. Right. But that's you why. Treat I, a cat as nice as possible, they treat you like crap. Maybe I should date a cat lover. Right. Yeah, there might be something to that theory, actually. Oh, my God. Maybe I'll create an entire insane dating website <laughs> based on a, cross, a cross-referencing of dog versus cat lovers and then, you know, one hobby. Um, all right. Wow, any, thoughts on, any thoughts on Ray J before I get out of here? On Ray J? Mm-hmm. The, the guy? <laughs> yeah. People are supposed to have thoughts on Ray J? Yeah. Oh, uh. Well, that's my thoughts. I'm, I'm impressed that people are talking about the guy. All right. Uh, well, <laughs> sorry. I guess I didn't know if you had a crush on him or what. I, I have, you have seen no his, idea about this radio have you, guy. Have you seen his sex tape? I, I definitely have, and it appeared he really did like making love to the camera on that, more so than Kim. Oh, so you found him a little bit self-centered. It, it appeared to be a little bit self-centered. I mean, it's not like he had a whole lot of attention on the other end of it, but he uh, he was definitely making love to that camera. Would you have liked it better if he was staring dead into Kim's eyes from like an inch away and he was just like, I fucking love you, Kim. I love you, Kim. I, I would have found it more enjoyable. I guess I don't know if that would have been uh, other or anything, but definitely more enjoyable than staring right in my eyes as I'm watching it. <laughs> yeah, I guess I could see how that could be unnerving. But um, I have to go. All right. Well... <clears throat> That was a good one. We had a nice, we have a nice 300 degrees um, brewing here in the studio in Los Angeles. <sighs> what a, what a series of calls. I mean, we've learned a lot about people. I'm really kind of um, just excited to hear your stories. You know, it's, it's something that I wasn't expecting people to be so interesting and just to be able to pick their brains and for them to share this plethora of tales with us. Um, I just feel so honored and privileged and blessed to be allowed access into people's hearts and their lives and their homes in this way and their home states. Of course, I can't forget the different states that we're hearing from as well as Australia. So this has been a real, a treasure and a treat. I do know we want to listen to some messages 
So we'll get into that. But what a what a round of calls and the roving um, theme for the episode. I didn't want to commit and I think it turned out great. Let's listen to some messages. Kelsey, this is Amy, and I think you should talk about how some people use a cell phone and they're really rude because it seems like they're craving attention and, like, everybody around them has to hear what's going on in their personal life. Anyway, I love to watch you on World's Dumbest. I follow you on Twitter. You are awesome. All right, have a good one. I have personally have, in public, yes, it's annoying when people are on their phone, but there's so many places of business now that outlaw it that you don't have to deal with it a lot. But I more hate it when my friends get on the phone. Like my friend Chico, whenever she comes to visit me, she always arrives on the phone and I can hear her like walking up the way towards my door and I just keep the door locked until she gets off the phone. Because I hate when this one enters your house in the middle of a phone call. Additionally, I hate when you get into someone's car and they're on a call and they just keep the call going. I don't want to be at that close quarters. Also, for some reason, everyone shouts when they talk into a cell phone. I don't remember that with landlines, like people shouting into a home phone. (laughs) It's something with cell phones, and I don't even know if it helps people hear you better, but it psychologically makes you feel heard, and I hate being around it. In fact, I hate talking on the phone. I don't know why I'm doing this podcast. I actually, with any situation, will almost always prefer text or email. So the only reason I think I like doing this show is I like talking to total strangers and having an immediate way to get out of it if I want to. So if I have total control, then I guess I like it. All right, bye. Yeah, Chelsea, I have a question. Do you like applesauce? Actually, it's a two-parter. You like applesauce? And if you do, why? Thanks. This is great. Yeah. I said pee out. I I didn't hear the end, but this is a great question, and I love a two-parter. So I love applesauce. I, I used to, when I lived with my mom, She would make homemade applesauce sometimes in the winter, and the smell of apples would just be permeating every single room of the house, and you'd just be in a delirious little apple craze sesh where you're just like, oh, apples, oh, apples, and especially applesauce. Anyway, I think I'll make some applesauce this winter. I love a chunky applesauce, you know, and then I'll, you know, I'll get the other kinds. One of my secrets is um, I'll get the Mott's, I think, applesauce, but the unsweetened one because it's actually still very sweet, but it has a little tartness, which I prefer. And uh, I highly recommend that to all you applesauce heads out there. Uh, get the unsweetened and try it. It's better. It actually is better if you like a tart flavor like I do. I love tart. It's one of my favorite flavors. Um, so what a great question. I'm so glad we were able to incorporate that into this PC podcast. Um, and uh, yeah, make some homemade applesauce. Try it. Homemade tapioca is another thing that used to be a hit around the old Peretti household. Tapioca pudding homemade is like nothing on this earth. It's so light and fluffy. You have to make egg whites and you make them all fluffy and you fold it into the pudding and it's like the lightest, most delicious 
thing and then we would put fruit into it. I think mandarin oranges, those canned, retarded mandarin oranges are for some reason so good on it. Or fresh berries would be great. Anyway, I've clearly not had lunch yet and it's really getting towards that time where I need to put food in my system or this whole podcast will be about foods. So... What if I turn into a crazy monster right now? (laughs) And we had the whole thing on tape and it was like the number one podcast on iTunes for 10 years. Anyway, (laughs) that's probably going to happen anyway, right, you guys? (laughs) Fucking shut up. That's from me to me. (laughs) anyway you guys what a bunch of great calls i've had the time of my life which you know should indicate that my life has been an abysmal failure but i do appreciate everyone's um openness and candor and sensitivity on all these calls i'm staring out at the palm trees and soon i'm going to be among them amongst i don't know i hate grammar anyhow toodaloo You guys have been fantastic, and I've got to go. And I'm going to go this time really peacefully. I know a lot of times I do it like big and loud, and this time I'm just going to quietly pad off into a meadow and just, you know, amble quietly into the sun-dappled forest. 